Blended. Welcome to Marketing Blend, where I bring everything together in marketing news, give you tips, give you tricks, and give you some tools that you can actually try out that I've tried out a little bit. Or if you're just feeling very, you know, adventurous, just trying out for yourself at the same time. Whoa! Anyways, I'm your host, Brett Deister, and let's get on with it. All right, it looks like finally Facebook has released an API for those fun Facebook reaction buttons. Uh, Yes, they came out in February and we kind of really haven't seen too much in the likes of actual analytic data on it. It's kind of all been lumped together in the like buttons. Uh, So when someone wow or ha ha ha, you always have to manually do it. No more, you don't have to manually do it. Less work for you, yay! Even though it's probably minor. Uh, So now it will properly categorize each one of them as well as using third-party tools it will do that this as you know the same as well so woohoo yes always a fun thing to do all right google has some updates uh with closer integration with adwords and google analytics now uh deep linking into adwords adwords uh reporting will be inside uh, google analytics you don't actually have to open up uh, AdWords separately. There's just a logo on it and will open up the reports for you uh, with the with the AdWords campaigns. So there'll be less clicking and less switching back and forth to figure out what, which one's which, which is a great thing. Hopefully they'll eventually merge it even closer together because that's what most people want. They don't really want to have to go somewhere else. We don't like that anymore. It used to be we didn't mind so much, but now we actually really do mind. So that's another great thing. Another thing is the flexible auto tagging override. So instead of manually doing it, it will uh, Google Analytics will automatically append all the UTM values. Um, so you don't actually have to do this with your URLs and your ads, which is also a great thing. So automizing a little bit more things that well should be automized, and you don't really have to do as much work. Um, now you can you can customize UT values for the campaign source medium content or keywords when auto tagging is enabled. Um, so there's that as well. So you still can have somewhat direct control over it, but not but uh, not have to babysit or micromanage it, which I think is actually a good thing as well. Also, there's a new site link report um, for AdWords in Google Analytics as well. Um, so this basically sections off data for actual clicks on site links leading to the website URL, just not clicks on the ads when the site link is presented. So you'll actually get better reporting and more of, oh, look, this actually was sent to my URL. So that's another great thing as well. And then AdWords is using the final URL destination instead of the destination URL. So it's finally doing the final one instead of the destination one. Um, so that's that's another great, great thing because it's kind of like ah, destination. Which one do I want the destination? Which one do I want the final? Nope, it's all just a final destination. We finally reached our URL, final destination. Woohoo! So those are a couple of little things for you as well. Also for Google Analytics as well, it's going to give you a little bit more of a user uh, explore reporting, which is a new feature. What it does, and here's a kind of snippet, is a new set of reporting in Google Analytics that allows customers to 
uh, anonymous, anonymously analyze individual interactions to their websites. User Explorer utilizes your existing uh, anonymous Google Analytics data to deliver incremental insights and help marketers obtain value insights need to improve and optimize their site. The feature is now available in the audience section. Uh, anonymous client ID and user ID will be surfaced in the reports as part of the release. So you can finally, you know, see what people have looked at, see where they've gone, um, also see the device they used. Uh, it also looks like acquisition channel and acquisition date. So you can kind of see the duration as well, the revenue from it, and how many sessions. Um, it does look like a, a little bit more of a really great uh, in-depth look at what they're viewing or have viewed. Uh, so it will tell you they viewed a Facebook Messenger platform or something like that. If you actually talked about Facebook, um, if you're like me and, you know, marketing blend, all that stuff. Or they'd be like, hey, if you're a food blocker, they like viewed how to make chicken. I'm sorry, that just came out. I didn't really have enough time off the top of my head. Or it's the 12 ways to marinate chicken. How about that one too? So they can view that as well. Um, so, I mean, it's an interesting thing. It also gives you kind of a little bit of a roadmap to what people are actually viewing so you can better write things um, for that. Uh, so I kind of like where this is going. I like the added feature to it so I can kind of see a little bit more of what people are viewing and how to better manage my blog site plus everything else so I can, you know, get the follower count up. Because, I mean, also, as always, make really great content. That's always a given in my head. But make sure I'm writing the things that people want to look at and not, and maybe a little bit of what I want to write to. I mean, you have to have a little bit. Um, but no, this is eventually rolling out, so it should be a really great um, addition to Google Analytics. You know, Google Analytics is... Awesome. Everybody uses it. Everybody uses it. All right. For businesses and, you know, personal people that are on Snapchat, Snapchat has actually added a new feature where you can put emojis over your face, even in uh, moving videos as well. So if you have a cat, there was a little picture of a cat emoji over a cat, which is kind of weird. Um, but yes, you can now put it over and look and it moves with it as well. So there's another added feature to Snapchat and Snapchat is becoming even more popular with uh, marketers and brands and brands are getting on it pretty quickly. Uh, this is another great way to, you know, check it out and see what's uh, what's going on and see if you can, you know, drive up that engagement a little bit as well, because that's what we're always looking for. All right. Now, um, if, if you didn't notice, last week there was a porn site called X Hamster that decided to, well, penalize North Carolinians for a law that they may or may not have actually passed. Um, but I really wanted to talk about this mainly because of the pitfalls of I get that companies are now liking social justice movements or whatever, but also be careful about that because the backlash could be even worse and you could actually lose a lot of customers because of that. Um, even though they have a lot of data, X Hammer says they have a lot of data on people. The problem is with this reasoning is, oh, hey, since uh, North Carolina basically 
um, pass through this. Depending on what what side of the political spectrum, I'm not really going to get into it. But depending on the political spectrum you side on, either really derogatory and stereotypical and anti-LBGT community type legislation, or if you're on the other side just saying, well, I'm trying to protect my daughter from people that decide to be a different gender, whichever one you you fall under, um, that's kind of how it was. So PayPal did it. They basically said we're pulling out and they kind of unfortunately as a repercussion uh, 100 people lost their jobs because of this so it was kind of a hurt and it's funny because businesses are like ah we're gonna hurt the government but you're also hurting other people if you're gonna say hey you have a job oh sorry since the government decided to do something we're gonna penalize you even worse without giving you a job so happy job hunting again um so with these types of tactics, uh, and if you're the type of business that really wants to do this, I would be very careful about why you do this and be very careful that no other uh, topics or anything like that or anything pertaining to you that's on the opposing side that you do comes up. Because if you're going to make a stance, you're either A, going to have to deal with it or B, going to have a pretty terrible backlash. Now, what I foresee from X X Hamster is because they blocked uh, North Carolina basically saying, oh, we're just going to black everybody out. Even if the people didn't actually have direct control over the bill and how it was passed, they decided to penalize their customers because of rights and morality, which is weird because it's a porn site. But okay, Uh, it's kind of a weird because the porn industry not really the most virtuous i would say and they're kind of like walking that line of virtue and i'm like but you're not really so what are you your message is all mixed up because you're about people getting naked and weird things beyond that too um so i would be careful about about these stances because these stances can be can have a negative impact on you and i'm pretty sure a lot of north carolinians are like all right fine there's other places to go as well and that's the other problem is that you're gonna you're always gonna have competition. So if you're okay with doing what what this and PayPal did and getting rid of people, you have to be okay with the repercussions of well, I'm just gonna go to somebody else because they serve me better and they're not gonna penalize me because I'm in a state that I had no control over a bill that was passed which I don't think a lot of these businesses have figured out yet is that some a lot of times the citizens don't actually have direct control over how a law gets passed because I'm in California. There's a lot of bills that are passed that I don't agree with, but I have no control over it because they're pa- they're passing it without me voting on it. Um, so it should be interesting uh, to see where this actually goes and if there's actually a backlash and if there's actually a loss in revenue because they did this. Because, like I said, there is going to be backlash on this and there's going to be people probably upset and probably going to move to somebody else, especially with the porn industry and how um, how many sites there are out there. I'm pretty sure someone will find another avenue to do this and they will be out of they will lose they will lose customers. So, like I said, be, if you're going to do this type of thing, be prepared for that. All right, let's. 
Let's talk about Facebook. Now, Facebook yesterday had their huge Facebook conference called the F8 conference. That's what they always call it. It's funny because um, Microsoft was this month. Last month was Apple. Next month is Google. So it's literally right now, March, April, May is like the tech developers, tech look at what we're doing type of conference. And then June, well, you can see June is E3. So it's the gaming one. So the, the past four months is all these huge uh, conferences, which is actually kind of cool. I um, wish I could go to some of them, but a lot of them are really expensive right now. So I can't really actually do that, especially uh, Google I.O. That's not a cheap 1500 bucks, I think, for it to go. It's already sold out. But anyways, um, back to Facebook. Now, Facebook had their developer, the, their conference. They, they talked a whole bunch of things. There's also... Um, new uh, video camera that shoots in 360 video that will shoot in VR as well. That's $30,000 to buy. So that leaves almost everybody can't buy this because it's not that cheap. Um, so there's that. They also talked about bots. They released their bot API M. Um, they are automating it for businesses. Now bots are specifically for businesses. They have a few, um, Partners already set up for it. Uh, this is a way for Facebook to say, hey, you don't need that 1-800 number. Get rid of it. We'll give you this instead. And so what the bots do is that they kind of help manage your, your customer service pipeline and make it a little bit more streamlined, automated, but it feels like you're actually talking to a human. Now those 1-800 numbers, you don't really feel like you're talking to an actual human because it is really pre-recorded and there's no way of like asking it questions. With this one, it, it, it will respond to specific types of questions right now. Um, as of this moment, I mean, it's still very basic, so you're not gonna see a lot of different ones, but uh, this is the beginning of, of new customer service where you will use less actual people. You might have a few placed through here, but you're gonna have a lot less people and you're gonna have a lot more bots taking control of that uh, because it's gonna be a lot cheaper to have a developer develop this and keep on developing it than having 50, 60 employees doing that at the same time as well. So it should be interesting to see what the future holds for that. Um, they also are gonna add sponsored messages inside Messenger as well. Now, Facebook says they're heavily monitoring this and making sure that it's not spammy and people don't aren't revolting against it because they really do have to check and monitor that. Um, there is also a block button, so you can actually block the sponsored message, which is not a bad thing. But this is what Facebook does. It makes it a really good platform and then it you know monetizes it because that's what you're supposed to do as a business. You're supposed to monetize your actual platforms. Now, they're doing a great job in a way, but I mean, it's still a lot of shady practices they do, or I think it is, um, especially with getting rid of organic reach quite a bit. Um, this is just another way to monetize it. I don't know how much they can get rid of organic reach through Messenger, because it's a different it's a different beast altogether, but yes, now you can actually advertise through Messenger eventually. They haven't opened up to everybody yet. They have a select partners that are actually doing it, but be, don't be surprised when they eventually open up to everybody and you're going to see a little bit more of sponsored messages through here. Especially if you interact with bots through the through the company's messenger, you're going to actually see more of that as well because you are interacting with them and Facebook's like, oh, it gives us the right to advertise it. 
through there as well. So be prepared for this. Uh, I've, I'm sorry if you don't like ads. I don't think a lot of people like a lot of ads, but this is this is the reality that we live in. Free sites are not actually ever free. They are monetized in a way that you either like or don't like, and that's just the reality of it. Also, uh, Facebook was talking about AR and VR and saying that in 10 years' time, you could see a lot of uh, VR uh, glasses become like Ray-Bans, which could be true, could not be true. You never really know in 10 years' time. Uh, so we have that as well. Um, the other thing is Instant Articles was finally launched to everybody yesterday. So if you're a publisher, you should get on it and try to register yourself. It's a little bit of a startup to actually do it, a little bit of coding required as well. But after that, it should work. You also have to have about 50 articles already published so you can get them out there as well. There's advertising through that too. So it's a great platform to actually do. Uh, it's just another way to get some revenue through that. Uh, so, I mean, it's nothing to lose on that whatsoever. Uh, so check it out. See if you actually can do it. If you can't, uh, find someone that can actually do it for you because uh, you're going you're gonna to have to actually get on that. That's what I, that's what I highly recommend. Uh, anything beyond that is that the other latest thing is uh, live... Uh, streaming now Facebook has been pushing live streaming for quite a while and BuzzFeed's live streaming of a watermelon exploding by rubber bands kind of prove that it's here to stay and that it works quite quite well now they are taking on Periscope specifically because Periscope is the top right now for live streaming and has done a really great job it even took out its competitor Meerkat which wasn't really hard because of Twitter just blocking access to, uh, to, uh, to Twitter for it as well which is kind of awful but that's the reality of what we live in so uh they have their own live hub uh they aren't going to open up to everybody it's going to be uh select brands uh celebrities and that type of uh dim the categories are actually going to go after uh so if you are a celebrity you will have it if you're not you won't if you're not a brand that's really popular you won't get it as well it's just the reality of it which, I mean, it's not really a big loss because you could just go to Meerkat. Well, if you, I would say stay off Meerkat until they pivot and we can see what they're actually going to pivot to. Uh, but Periscope, go just go to Periscope and you can have success for there as well or do a blab. So there's a lot of different things that you can actually do. Uh, so I would not really be too much about, ooh, ah, the Facebook, I can't use it because it's not that big of a deal. And a lot of the features that Facebook rolled out with the drawing and the doodling, it's going to be coming on Periscope. They've already kind of tested it out, so you don't have a you don't have a big worry about that. Now let's move on to what I really want to talk about is the changing landscape of social media. Now this is a really big thing because for marketers, it's always going to be changing, and even the experts are always having to pivot and figure out new ways of engaging their customers. And um, I said this about five years ago-ish, that Facebook wasn't going to become what it was before. It was going to become either a digital wasteland or it was going to be um, basically your social media network hub. Where your hub is is that you throw everything out and uh, it's just a hub for, for a profile, really. I mean, there's nothing really beyond that. Uh, so... That's what I'm thinking it's actually going to turn out to be more and more. Um, 
Now, where where it actually diverges is going to be with time. I'm hoping it just becomes a hub, but it can be actually become just a digital wasteland where we just throw stuff on there and see if it actually sticks. Um, I can actually really foresee that for uh, just Facebook because how many times do you actually really interact with all your friends on Facebook? Not as much as you would like. Um, it's kind of weird that way, and uh, I don't really understand why it's kind of going in that direction, but it is going in that direction. So people don't really inter uh, interact with each other as much as they used to. We have other channels to do it as well, so we just don't have enough time on Facebook. When it first launched, we had, what, Friendster, MySpace, and Facebook. That was kind of it, and now we have Facebook, not MySpace anymore, that kind of was bought out and went in the dust. Um, Periscope, fine. Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, Google Plus, if you actually use that for its communities and its uh, collections. Uh, Reddit as well. So you have a lot, a lot of choices. Ello, if you're actually on there and actually use it. Uh, but we have a lot, a lot of choices. Um, so what that does is that it makes it a fierce competition between each other. And so they always have to copy each other, which they actually are doing. Facebook is copying Snapchat, Snapchat's copying them, Twitter's copying all of them in a way. And so it's kind of funny how they're all kind of copying each other. We're all getting this, the same features on each of the platforms where it's not really a difference between any of them. It's just kind of going, hey, we got it too. So why don't you just stay here? And we're like, oh, okay. Um, so for marketers, it's going to be our job to figure out uh, what are the best strategies going forward. And it looks like you're going to have to put more resources into live streaming than ever before. This is the year that live streaming is really going to you know hit the high gear. Last year was kind of the starting point and the, hey, we're here. Look at us. Now, 2016, it's going to hit. It's going to hit into overdrive. Um, so you really are going to have to figure out how to use live streaming effectively, use it for different tactics, use it as a fun tool to engage with your customer base and find ways of keep on making it interesting. Uh, and so that's going to be the biggest challenge and the biggest fun at the same time. Uh, so if you are not on it or looking at any of these uh, live streaming platforms, that's with uh, Google Hangouts on Air, that's with uh, Meerkat, you could still look at it. I wouldn't really put too much resources into that. Periscope, Facebook Live, if you can actually get on it, and Blab. Blab is another great one that you actually should look at. Also, you cannot forget the new live streaming audio blogging uh, apps that are sprouting up as well. Uh, Anchor is another great example of what can actually become even more social through that because you have a two-minute little audio blog that you can ask your followers about different things if they're on it. Is it going to take off? I don't know. It's still really too early to see, and they do have to add a lot more features to make it a little bit more robust, but it's still a really great, great um, site to interact with your consumer base or even just find new people by yourself. Uh, but what I foresee is that social media, the main uh, players, which is right now Twitter and Facebook, I really, Google Plus, not really so much anymore. Google's trying to figure out what it really wants to do in that space. But Twitter and Facebook are going to be the main players that are going to buy little small ones. And they're just going to make those more popular than its actual base. Its actual base. Now, its base are still going to try to figure out what they can do to make it relevant 
as always, but it's never going to be as popular as it used to be anymore. It's going to be the Instagram for right now, Snapchat, which is actually its own self, and it's, which is coming a, a more of a parent type social media. And you have Pinterest that's going to do that as well. So you're going to really have about four of them as of this moment, unless Pinterest gets bought out by somebody, which I don't actually foresee because they kind of, I think they really want to make it a really great platform and they're doing a really great job with that as well. You're going to see these becoming your, your digital identification. And then this is going to be a way for brands as us marketers to find what your likes and dislikes are going to be. These parent companies are, that's what they're going to be right now. Um, for Twitter, I guess it's going to become more of a, if they do it right, a better news platform. Uh, to get news out quite quickly. Uh, Facebook's trying to do it. I don't think it's going to actually really do a great job on that one. I think it's going to do a, an okay job, uh, but I don't think it's going to do the best job because that's what people think of when they think of Twitter. And it's never going to leave their perception of it. Facebook is not that. Even though it's trying to be that, it's still not that. Insta articles will have, I say, a little success, but it's going to have success enough to actually make it an important part as of right now, could it change? Of course it could. I am future telling. So I am giving you my speculation on the social media landscape. It is a great landscape. It is still very interesting what's going on because it's always changing and there's always something new, but it's also changing in a way that is going to be more different than what we've seen uh, last year. So in two years time, it's going to be way different than it is before. Uh, that's the unfortunate thing about it. And live video is going to be prominent. It's gonna just, it's gonna be video um, for the time being and the time out. You're just gonna have to really invest in video from now on because that's the only pe thing that people really want to see. Pictures are still gonna be relevant enough, but video is going in gifts as well is going to be the main crux of social media. And then eventually VR and AR is gonna be the next step in tech and probably. Um, Social media as well, they're gonna find a way to integrate through that as well. Um, for tools, you're always gonna find new tools out there and uh, Google Analytics, as of right now, is still gonna be one of the best ones. Clicky is also a great one to use as well. Um, there's probably gonna be newer ones, hopefully to have a little bit more or even better, or even if a lot of companies were smart enough, supplement it or be a help with Google Analytics as well. I think it's a really great thing. Um, you're still gonna have your social media monitoring tools um, like Buffer and Hootsuite, and those are going to be even more robust as the years go by as well. So social media is a really great landscape to be watching and to understand because you're going to be relied on more and more to be, especially for marketers and PR people, to be the expert in these fields and to tell people what they should do, what they shouldn't do. So you should really understand it well enough or even for more advanced uh features as well if you aren't really doing that i should say do it now listen to my podcast listen to other podcasts as well i don't always have to say mine first because why not um but yeah that's where it's gonna be is hopefully it's not gonna be digital landscape it could be not landscape digital wasteland excuse me uh but I'm hoping it's going to be a digital hub where we just filter things through Facebook to other sites because that's what I think it's going to actually become. But I could be wrong about that. Anyways, I'm now going to transition to tools you should try out. Now, there is a tool called Hero Zebra. Now, it basically makes Instagram into a shop on the web. Um, so you can find whatever pictures and then post it up. Uh, it has ready... Uh, Instagram ads for it has 
PayPal and Stripe payments as well. And uh, it will give you your own store for your domain. So if you're actually kind of looking uh, for, for something like this, uh, well, I mean, try it out. It's in its beta. It's free right now, so you have nothing to lose. But just trying it out and see if you can, you know, boost some engagement, boost a little bit more stores. This is just another long line of e-commerce stores that are popping up as well. Now, are you a small to medium-sized business owner that is uh, really, really busy and just cannot look at all these different analytic tools? Well, Journey uh, is the tool for you. Now, it's not free. It's a paid uh, analytics tool for you to check out, see which uh, social media Social networks are actually doing well, which ones you need to work on, what is actually hitting, what's not hitting, um, finding influencers or top promoters as well, um, and just simply understanding your customer and what they actually like. Um, this will also give you uh, updates on what's going on as well. So like I said before, if you're really busy and you cannot just do everything at once, this is a tool for you. I would check out the pricings and I'll put all these in the show notes. All right, now, uh, Facebook did open up its messenger platform for beta so you can start building your bots for people. And now this is for businesses that actually sell products and has a physical store or even an e-commerce store. This is something that you should be really looking into is figuring out bots to do and also figuring out ways to sell your things through here as well. People use messenger way more than they're actually using Facebook right now. And so this is just another great way of getting Getting your product out there and hoping boosting some sales as well. Um, there's already several bots out there. There's CNN, there's Poncho, and there's Spring. Spring is more of an e-commerce site, and Poncho is kind of uh, just, you know, the weather. Uh, so you get hourly weather. And then news for CNN as well. Also, uh, they have introduced the Facebook Live API too. So you can check that out uh, and integrate it with your site as well and do some live uh videos through Facebook. Now, if you don't really have the biggest uh, Facebook audience, you might want to check out Periscope or Blab as well. They're just as good. Blab is more of a uh, talking, sitting down type of live streaming that you should, you know, check out and see if it actually will actually work out for you. Um, but that's just another one, you know, try out. Also, uh, Facebook did announce Save to Facebook. Now, this is uh, specifically like Pocket where you can save articles to Facebook. So if you are like Facebook a lot and you kind of just have, always have it open, this could be it's a Chrome uh, extension. But this is another great tool to look at for putting on your own site. Also, saving articles that you eventually want to share to your Facebook audience as well is another great thing uh, to look at. So it's a Chrome extension, download it, it's free, like everything else. Um, now there's another one, if you haven't built a website yet and you wanna figure out how much it is to cost to, to build a website, this, uh, how much do a website cost? Uh, it's actually a, the website. Uh, we'll kind of easily calculate how much it will cost to, to do all these different types of uh, videos or anything like that, uh, it will tell you how much it will actually cost you. Now that's actually kind of cool if you're trying to figure out how much you can actually spend and if it actually is a viable thing to actually do all these different things or to actually cut it down and do something else. Also for uh, Google has updated uh, Google calendars to have goals in mind. So goals in mind could be for exercising. It also could be 
Uh, and I could see this a little bit more once they kind of give it a real more robust, maybe goals you want for your professional life, uh, goals you want for your business as well. So um, I would check it out. It's a free update. Uh, see if you want to, you know, because I'm all about, you know, better development of people too. So why not? Uh, you can also have goals of launching your business and having that as a goal as well. It's going to be available for Android and iPhone. So you have nothing to lose, but I kind of like that they're actually adding goals to a calendar because why not? We all have goals. Now, Microsoft has, uh, well, it's come out with a new tool uh, to understand images and uh, try to describe them like a human so you can take a picture and kind of see if you can describe it or have a weird contest for it as well um but uh it's a new little bot that they're trying out because microsoft's trying out all these different bots hopefully it won't do a lot better job than our last bot did um but it can source through any image you can upload an image and we'll try to uh guess what it is so it's a fun little thing to, to say hey check this out all right there is a different tool called Renown um, that allows you to discover different content for to share for uh, your followers. Uh, so you can discuss, you can put in anything for content about anything and it will find it for you. I call this the Google of uh, content. So check it out. It's called Renown. It's in beta right now. So it's a really handy tool, especially if you're trying to build up that content and find other content to share with your followers because you can't just always produce content. You're not a machine. I know. I wish I could as well. It would be really, really great. Now, Keyhole is also is a way for tracking real-time and historical data as well. Uh, you, you can search keywords, hashtags, or URLs uh, to find anything. Uh, it's, it has a free trial, so it's not free to sign up. Um, and I just did a quick check of podcasts. I did a hashtag on podcast and it showed me all these different types of things from most influential to recent users to demographics, which is mostly males like podcasts for some for whatever reason. Uh, it also has topics. So business startup, pod being success, iTunes, radio, listen, there's different types of um, topics that are used in conjunction with uh, podcast as well. It also has top sources, so desktop, web, iPhone, Android, social, Ophi, and inbox. So it has different types of thing. Desktop web is the best source for it, but you have iPhone and then Android, uh, iPhone second, Android third because of iTunes, obviously. So this is a great thing to actually check out. Um, the top ones is actually Bitly is the top sites, I guess, that show off just away from get people to do it. SoundCloud, mind you, is very low, which is interesting. But yeah, it's a really cool thing. You can check clout, apparently, uh, for top posts, and you can check recent posts as well. Um, so you can just, you know, listen, see what people are talking about, and then kind of um, go from there. All right, that is it for today on Marketing Button. I'm glad that you tuned in and tune in tomorrow when I talk about gaming. There's a lot of betas coming out this week, actually just two, but um, today it was Battleborn. Tomorrow, no, uh, the 15th, fr sorry, Friday is Doom. Uh, so I will hopefully talk a little bit more. I'll talk about Battleborn, so I'll play it. 
quite a bit to you know figure it out but tune in while i actually talk uh, the gaming news as well also follow digital coffee on twitter at digital co77e at Facebook at Digital Coffee Podcast, at Google Plus Digital Coffee Podcast, YouTube Digital Coffee Podcast, and Instagram at Digital Coffee Podcast. Also, if you do like these podcasts, please consider supporting me on Patreon. All right, guys. See you later, and keep on blending those marketing tactics. All right, bye. <laughs>